the stronger the product you put out, the better return that you get. And being that it's new and it's like this big gold rush, we have to educate our farmers on what the success rate is if you do it right. From the Kentucky New Era, this is Podkinsville. On this week's episode, Austin Wright from the Kentucky Cooperative Extension talks about local hemp growers and some events coming up. Stay tuned. So we are here today with Austin Wright, our small farmer's agent at the UK Extension office. And today we're going to be talking about the Hemp Field Day that he will be hosting in the next few weeks in Katie's. Um, so tell us a little bit about Hemp Field Day. I know you started these a couple of years ago and they've kind of really become popular. So why did you start them and what did you help to accomplish with them? Well, the biggest thing that when I started this, I wanted to do was mainly give the education piece of it as to what hemp really is. When I first got here, when you said the word hemp, everyone thought it was recreational mm-hmm. marijuana. People didn't know the benefits of what hemp really does. Mm-hmm. So when I went to Kentucky Hemp Works with Katie Moyer and Jenny Selfies, and we started to discuss what they were part, you know, their partnership was with Kendall being a hemp farmer going from tobacco to produce hemp. We wanted to do the component of what it was about. What did we accomplish by doing medicine with hemp? So we wanted to talk about the benefits of what the hemp plant was versus the the med- cousin, the cousin, <laughs> the, the distant relative, as we tend to call it, for for that plant. And over the course of the last three years, going on our fourth. It's really picked up not only a lot of steam, but a lot of people have not only gained interest, but gained more of an understanding. And the biggest thing we wanted to do was give an opportunity to small farmers that were losing their business, were going in a different direction. Their families did not want to take part into keeping a generational tradition Mm -hmm. and keeping the farm. So our main purpose was to have a setup where we can teach them about what hemp really is and what the misconception is Mm -hmm. and really give a good component and we've been extremely successful so tell us a little bit about what happens at hemp field day what can people expect walking into it well you're going to you're when you walk into this you're not getting just a presentation you're going to get a variety of experience that you will not get anywhere else most conferences you have on hemp have vendors presenters and you have mainly information that someone hands you and people are wondering how do I get started Mm -hmm. this year you have Duke Rodriguez from Ultra Healthcare he has 22 percent of the marijuana production for the state of New Mexico he runs it he's a self-made millionaire with it and he has over 200 acres of hemp indoor wow so you have him you have You know, Cheryl Powell Murray, who is a lawyer that works with contracts. So she will explain to small farmers what to look for in their contracts. Mm -hmm. You will learn about organic production from Dr. Sean Lucas from Kentucky State University, who will be there to talk about different types of organic production. So you will learn about production on the regular side and you'll learn about production from the organic side. You will also hear from the USDA on rules and procedures on what to do. You will hear from Tom Keene from the University of Kentucky, 
who will be able to explain to you about different types of other marketing and practices on agriculture economics for him. So you're going to get a variety of experience. But the biggest thing that you're going to hear about is what are the real numbers? What are the costs that incur? What are your margins that you can possibly expect? I mean, that's why we brought in Duke Rodriguez, because a lot of people in Kentucky and Tennessee have not had the experience in producing him. There are some that have been, you know, in the business over 20, 25 years, but have worked in multiple states. So I wanted to bring in someone from perspective to teach a lot of our small farmers what to do, what to expect, how to expect it, and, and why to expect it. Okay. Um, there's still a lot of speculation surrounding, like you were saying, the, the profitability of hemp. Kind of what's the benefit of growing it? I know um, a lot of our farmers around here are tobacco farmers, and they're trying to find ways to find that new cash crop. So kind of mm -hmm. what are the benefits of hemp? I know it's been promoted as kind of the next new thing. Um, can you speak to that a little bit? Yes. There are different varieties of which you can actually produce hemp. Majority of the farmers are producing for CBD oil itself. You can't get enough quality CBD oil. There are other varieties of hemp production you can do. You can grow for the fiber, mm -hmm. which is used for industrial buildings, and that's a big wave in the future. Only 10% or less is produced in the United States. Majority of it is out west. So in Colorado, Washington, California, you know, that thing. But it's a lot of opportunity there for a lot of those small farmers. And we don't have enough of those opportunities. So the stronger the product you put out, the better return that you get. And being that it's new and it's like this big gold rush, we have to educate our farmers on what the success rate is if you do it right. Mm -hmm. Tobacco, it's saturated. And a lot of guys have been cut out by the bigger corporations and how to produce. Hemp is that new ordeal if you grow it right produce it right and do everything that's right with that plant you can really succeed with what you want to accomplish if you have the correct partnerships in place so and there's a lot of opportunity that's there i've talked to a lot of processors and they are actually looking for farmers that are taking products so it's a big opportunity that's there and that's why there's been a big rush for it awesome um, speaking of that, um, I've heard that banks are still a little hesitant to lend to farmers who are interested in growing hemp. Kind of what other funding resources are available for, say, a small farmer that wants to give it a try but can't afford that risk? Kind of, Are there any other funding sources out there? As of right now, the USDA does not give out any funding for any hemp or any cannabis-related projects, to say the least. You have different partnerships that have occurred. You have some investors, from what I understand. You have different investment groups that have worked with them. And it's hard for a small farmer to pool and find that information. So right now, the biggest thing really to do that a lot of farmers I've dealt with have done was like this year, a lot of farmers grew extra crops and they turned those profits over. And they save their money over the last two or three years and they've started small. So like versus going with five to seven acres, they'll go with one to two, take six acres here and prepare to do one acre of hemp okay. and start out that way. Mm -hmm. Or they'll get with a processor and they'll say, hey, I'll produce two acres of this right here 
and you'll work with someone else to actually produce, you know, an extra thing of soybeans or corn, that thing. But as far as the banking institutions go, it's still a no. Mm -hmm. And from my understanding is because they're scared of the insurance risk. Gotcha. But a lot of things that come with investments and everything else is education. And there's a lot that they just don't know. Mm -hmm. So I've had lobbyists that came to my program in April and they wanted to know about more about hemp. I've had different institutions, research groups that have came and asked, you know, asked questions, just general education questions about hemp because they're considering investing into some small farm operations. Mm -hmm. And I get calls and requests, you know, to meet with farmers on a daily basis. And it's a healthy thing because people are reaching out to find out a way, not just to get in, but support small farm groups and small awesome. farm operatives. And it's really, it's really been helpful. So. Awesome. So is Hemp Field Day just for farmers? Will there be bankers there? Or oh man, I have, <laughs> I have a group from, Rand Paul's office that's coming. I just got an email while we were talking from several attorney firms that were coming out there. You have um, other special interest groups that'll be there. You have USDA that'll be there. Yeah. You have different farmers that'll be there. I the mean, times I've been, it's been kind of a hodgepodge of people who are truly just interested in it or may be a player in the whole process of growing or funding. Or, yes. So I've seen that so myself. You, so I, I have... I mean, you, I have last year, it blew my mind because I had people from all across the nation mm -hmm. just show up to the middle of Kentucky, you know, just, just to there do it. There were girls from New York. Yeah, I, I've had, I had a group of girls from Queens just mm -hmm. come out and now they're in Arizona doing medical. So, awesome. yeah, so it's it, you get a variety of people that just come out. And most importantly, you see them mingling it's a melting pot of people mm -hmm. that you never see come to our our area yeah and most importantly they want to learn about how to proceed forward mm -hmm. and it's it's been a hard conversation for us in the bible belt you know because yeah. it, it's because you know hemp is a form of marijuana and everyone's been really scared oh, yeah so you know for you to see a group of people come here to talk about how we can progress and to hear that Rand Paul's office is even coming down. So it's like, okay, now now yeah. you really want to have some real conversations. And most importantly, it's about us helping the small farmers. So it, I'm I'm ecstatic that, you know, we have so many different people from so many different parts of the country that come here for, you know, this one project. And it makes me feel proud. Yeah, I'm excited about it as well. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the risk of growing it and the rewards. With risk, are you or would you be more scrutinized? Like as far as your farm, I remember when Katie first started growing, she stopped. <laughs> she got stopped by the DEA or somebody, or they were yes. like flying helicopters over her over yeah. her farm. Well, over Kendall's farm. Um, kind of, what are some risks involved? Will they be more scrutinized as far as what they're growing or? You're you're not as scrutinized as you was then. Yeah. But you're still scrutinized. It's, yeah. Industrial hip is legal now. Yeah. So it's, you're you're scrutinized, but there is risk with everything that you take. Mm -hmm. Hemp is a hard crop to grow. Okay. It is a hard crop to grow because if you don't have the proper equipment, you have to harvest it by hand. Mm -hmm. It's a crop that has to stay dry. Mm -hmm. You can't have a lot of rain on it. So. When it does rain, 
How are you treating it? Mm -hmm. Then you have to have a group that can harvest it. You have to remember a lot of people still don't know how to produce it. Mm -hmm. So it's imperative that we have a lot of the education sessions, not to mention it's a tropical plant. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Yeah. Hemp is a tropical plant. It's grown in warm climates. Warm and dry. Warm and dry climates. So if you're thinking, if you're saying, okay, it comes from Mexico or it comes from Colombia, that's where the plant's origin is from. Why then most places that you want to grow, it has to be like California. California doesn't have a lot of rain. Mm -hmm. So if you look at New Mexico, New Mexico does not have a lot of rain. If you look at Colorado, I mean, it's a rocky land. If you look at Nevada, where they just prove it, it's rocky. So it's hard to get a lot of good soil in a plant. Now, why grow it here? Our soil is more fertile. Okay. So, and we, you know, it rains, but if you get 20% of your yield, what can you expect? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's still a difficult plant to grow. And from watching Kendall, Kendall's had difficulty the last couple of years producing it. He's still successful, but it's what? It's a difficult plant to grow. Mm -hmm. So people need to come in with the idea, not you know, with the theory thinking, I'm going to get rich quick. I'm going to get two to three grand an acre. It's not, not gonna, realistic. Not realistic, especially if you're not putting in the work and you don't have the type of plant that you're putting out. So it's, it's a lot of things that come with that, but okay. it's still a difficult plant to grow. But the risk involved, time, your money mm -hmm. has to be together, most importantly. And, mo and obviously, your education on the plant and what you're growing has to be there also. Mm -hmm. and so, that's kind of what Hemp Field Day works Yes, and that's what we're providing. Do. And then on the flip side, what are some of the rewards or returns on growing it? I know our farmers take pride in kind of being those pioneers in certain fields. So I, I look at that as a reward that we're kind of pioneering that hemp, um, the hemp hype, I guess. That's how I would say it. Um, but what are some other rewards and returns? The rewards, actually, if you, if you put out a strong crop, you will have processors banging at your door. Awesome. That's what any farmer wants to hear. It is, if you put out a strong product and you get a strong yield and it tests perfect, they will bang at your door. So you can get, I mean, the state had recorded last year that some farmers were making 1500 to, you know, 1600 an acre. That's awesome. Depends on the farmer. So if your expenses are half, you're making 800 an acre. Mm -hmm. There were some reports unconfirmed that some people were putting getting two to three grand an acre. I don't know mm -hmm. what those reports. Now you can take a loss if you don't treat it right like anything else. If mm -hmm. you don't grow it right, you can take a loss. But once your soil is matured with the hemp variety that's in the ground there, because hemp developed its roots really fast, Turnover ratio for growth is very extreme. Usually some crops take four to five years for the soil to mesh with it. Mm -hmm. Hemp doesn't really take that long. The okay. soil can make it. So it's that's why a lot of people are going towards it also. But the risk, you know, the rewards, if you do it right, are very, very, very well. But if you don't do it correctly, you can lose like anything else. And what else should people know about Hemp Field Day? Um, when's the last day to register? Uh, kind of who can come? And June 11th okay. is the last day. You can register. I don't think I said the actual day and time of it. It's so okay. How much of a time commitment will Hemp Field Day be? Is it's it all, all day? It's all day long. 
And it's from 8 to 4? It is from 8 to 4. June 14th. June 14th. And the Department of Agriculture just put out a big blast to 3,000 people. I know they, they've done that. We've had, it's been, as you know, it's been in the paper. It's mm -hmm. advertised. A lot of people have been calling and asking to getting involved. I just had a guy from North Dakota just contact me and said he was coming. Yeah. You know, I. And this one will be in Katie's. Will y'all travel in Katie's. to the Kentucky Hemp Works during that? Kind of how will that work out? Usually, usually we'll work well. Usually, people will carpool and go to the farm and see the locations mm -hmm. and stuff. But I'm working on getting two buses right now. Some sponsors that have been calling me, they've awesome. been asking if they can give. So I'm gonna talk to them about getting me two buses: one to go to the processing facility and the other one to go to um, Kentucky Hemp Works. I want to give people the option. So, but the main thing I wanted to do was give people the educational piece to to see it. And it's imperative that, you know, we continue these lessons going forward because as a economist by my major, it's important that we see the increase in our economy here. Right. So the only way to increase the economy on a new crop, a new product, you have to have constant educational forms where people can learn. And you have to bring in professionals that actually have been doing this for a long period of time and talk about the real topic that's a concern what are those real numbers because mm -hmm. i can show you a processing facility i can show you greenhouses i can show you plants all day long but if we don't talk about the numbers on an educational side of it then i'm not doing no one no justice so that's why duke rodriguez is here and he supplies topicals he supplies cbd oil he supplies you know pills of those products across the world and he's been doing it for a long time mm -hmm. and he's been bar none one of the best i've actually seen as far as growth production and everything else it's extremely hard to beat him so i figured i wanted to bring someone in that had the experience had the knowledge where i could just sit back and let one person talk that yeah. has done it has doing it and is successful and he can go through everything with you yeah, and that's going to be perfect. It's not just local people rah-rah yeah, and grow want, this crop. We're yeah. here to present the people who have been doing it. Exactly. Awesome. Well, is there anything else you'd like people to know? I feel like we've covered a little bit about what they can expect. Hopefully people are excited to learn more about hemp and how they can profit from it um, locally. Well, um, I'm encouraging everyone to come out. And even if you don't know about it, you don't have to be in agriculture Mm -hmm. to come here the event is free it is an educational program in partnership with university of kentucky kentucky state you know tennessee state we also excuse me university of tennessee and kentucky hemp works yo i forgot to mention one thing um we have a session in there from farm to pharmacy okay. one of the doctors from nashville is coming here to talk about what he uses him for is dr sean pruitt, pruitt. Yeah. yes so he's a doctor in Nashville with two pharmacies and he uses CBD oil for his patients, ones that have diabetes, sickle cell, PTSD. So that component I felt was extremely important. So you can see where you grow your product, where does it go to get processed? Mm -hmm. How does it go from a doctor? Mm -hmm. And how does it go to the end user? Awesome. So I wanted that piece in there. That was probably one of the most important pieces because I wanted everyone to have a chance to see from farm to the farm, to the counter. I like it. 
I like it. So that that's a big component of what we're doing. So it's a lot. It's a lot of different varieties, and no one has not had this at a conference at all. No one has not had a doctor discuss what do I use your product for. Right. Right. So and it's a it's a it's a big plus for it. and it's it hasn't been one like it will not be one like this one here, not right now. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Again, thank you for your time. We've been here with Austin Wright, small farmers agent here at our University of Kentucky Extension office, and you are through Kentucky State University. That's correct. correct. Um, so if you all have any questions about Hemp Field Day, how can they contact you or how can they sign up? If you want to sign up, you can. Call 270-886-6328, and you just tell them you want to sign up for the field day, and they will take your name, address, phone number, and email. Or if you're just on the go and you don't have time, you can email me at austin.right at kysu.edu. Awesome. Thank you so much. And again, this is Podkinsville through the Kentucky New Era, and we hope that you all learned a little bit more about Field Day. Podkinsville is produced and edited by John Russell Burton. This week's host was Zirconia Eileen. Be sure to follow the Kentucky New Era on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm.